0: Welcome to Bishop Atto Dixon's podcast. Bishop Atto Dixon is the true son of Bishop Daggerwood Mills and the convener of the Healing Jesus Mission International. Listen and be blessed as he shares with you deep messages from the Word of God. Father, we thank you for this beautiful time in your presence. Thank you for your sweet influence and thank you for your mighty, mighty, mighty presence. Which makes all the difference, O Lord, in meetings like this. Holy Spirit, we pray that grant us clarity of thought. Grant us an understanding heart. Grant us the spirit of revelation. Grant us the spirit of wisdom. We pray, O God, that let the entrance of your word bring light. Let your entrance of your word bring light. Let every darkness in our lives be dispelled because of the power of the light that your word, O God, exudes. I pray in the name of Jesus, that Holy Spirit, you will influence this meeting. You will participate in this meeting. Oh, you will have total control and charge. In Jesus' precious name we pray. And all the saints of the Lord said, Amen. Why don't you put your hands together one more time? Please take your seat in the presence of the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, I welcome you to the inspiration service. Amen. And if you are coming here for the first time, feel at home. This is home for you. This is a family with a difference. It's a church that has your interest at heart. Hallelujah. It's a church that is preparing you for eternity and it's a church that is preparing you for heaven. Remember that we have one place to go as believers, and that place is where God is. Jesus said, where I am, there you may be also. Hallelujah. Well, this morning, I'm going to share with you on the sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. Sweet influence of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is a person, The Holy Spirit is God's gift to the church. The Holy Spirit is the person who has been assigned to take charge and control over us. It's your duty to choose to involve him in everything that you do or not to involve him. Why? Because he's a gentle spirit. Hallelujah. He's a gentle spirit. He will only operate when you let him in. Amen. He will only operate when he is given the mandate to be in charge. And it is my prayer that as we go through this period, may God open your eyes to have a revelation of who the Holy Spirit is and who he is to you and how much of great help he can be to you. Hallelujah. May your life be influenced by the Holy Spirit. Amen. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 13, verse number 33. Matthew 13, verse number 33. The Bible says, another parable speak he unto them. So Jesus hitherto had been speaking parables. Parables are earthly sayings with heavenly understanding. That are parables. Parables are things that are said, you know, which can be related to the things on earth but it has supernatural meanings and supernatural understanding. Say amen to that. So the Bible says, another parable. Spake he unto them, the kingdom of heaven is like unto a living. So the kingdom that you and I have found ourselves in, remember that prior to our salvation, we were in a kingdom. And that when we became saved, we were translated into the kingdom of his dear son. Now, the kingdom where we were coming from is the kingdom of darkness. Hallelujah. Where everything is operated under the influence of Satan and his cohorts. But when the blood touched us and the blood washed us, I mean the blood of Jesus touched us, the blood of Jesus washed us, and then we received and believed in his only begotten son, who is Jesus Christ? The Bible says that you and I were translated from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. So, as I speak, if you are a, if you are a believer of who Jesus is and if you are born again, remember that you are no more in the kingdom of darkness. Every kingdom has the rules that governs it. Every kingdom has an authority or a king who rules over that domain. Now, the kingdom we find ourselves in is ruled by God Almighty, Hallelujah, the Sovereign God over all, Jehovah Elion, who is the possessor of the heavens and the earth. Amen. So, the Bible says that this kingdom we find ourselves can be likened to a living. A living is yeast. Yeast is a very essential ingredient for bakers. Everyone who is baking needs yeast, especially if you are baking bread, and the bread is the type of bread you want to rise. There are some bread maybe you don't want it to rise. Do you understand? Like the Lebanese bread. Hmm? The one they use in doing shawarma. The shawarma you have been eating every now and then. The way you are quiet is as if you don't even know what shawarma is. You don't go, Why well, you don't, don't you go out? May God have mercy on you. May God help you to be exposed enough. Hallelujah. So that one is an unliving bread. That bread is an unliving bread. You don't put the yeast in it. But the, the bread I'm talking about is buns bread, tea bread, all the kind of bread that you, you, you need yeast. Hallelujah. Now, what does yeast do? Yeast excites the dough. Yeast influences the dough. Hallelujah. And so yeast, most often, is very insignificant, very, very small. It's negligible. You cannot even see it sometimes with your eye. But once you place it in a dough, it excites the dough and it causes the dough to rise. And the Bible is saying that this is how the kingdom you and I have found ourselves in is like. It's like, huh? it's like unto living which a woman took and hid in three measures of meal till the whole was living. So here we are seeing the influence and the effect of the living or the influence and the effect of the bread. The bread is influenced, you know, primarily by the yeast or by the living. And the Bible says that this woman took this yeast and then placed this yeast into the meal and then the whole dough was affected greatly by the yeast. Hallelujah. So you can see that the bread is been influenced by the yeast. I dare tell you sitting here that you are influenced by something. Every person is influenced by something. Your life is influenced by something. Your decisions are influenced by something. That is why when you give another reason for a reason why you took a decision, unless the person is not a mature person to know, your your reason is not a tangible reason. Because when you know the outcome, of a, a certain decision that was taken as a result of an influence, you just know that this is the reason. The only thing is that the person is not trying, either he's afraid to tell you why he took that decision and all that. I don't know if you can understand what I'm trying to say. Aha. Uh-huh. So we are all influenced by something. Everyone is influenced by something. When you, when, when you, when you squeeze your face and you made your face, to your wife, or you made your face to your husband, it was influenced by something. When you woke up early in the morning and then washed down and put on your dress and drove very fast to town, that decision was influenced by something. Everyone Here, sitting here and hearing me is influenced by something. But the question is, what is influencing you? It's very, very important. Many of us are influenced by money. Some of you, you fornicated because of money. Yeah. Yeah. You slept with that big man because of money. That is what actually influenced you. Because the number of problems that are on your head... Your family don't have money. You are are the one taking care of your sisters and your siblings. And because of that, you felt that this is an easy access to some financial resources. And based on that, you decided to give in so you can have money to take care. So you were influenced by, by that thing. But I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. That you will not be influenced by things that will lead you into trouble. You see, because you don't know that that thing that you did is far-reaching. The effect is not here. You see, one day, God told uh, Adam and Eve, he said, what is this that thou have done? What is this that thou has done? You see, they thought that, oh, by just eating of the fruit, I mean, this is ordinary fruit. Why can't I eat it? But he said, what is this that thou has done? They could not see far. They were very myopic and short-sighted. But you see, God so far that this decision that these people taken, taking, eh, they have turned my plan and my purposes upside down. That's the only reason why we are more corrupt today than we used to be when we were created. That is why we are falling short of the glory. The Bible says, For all have sinned and fallen short. The very moment you sin, you fall short of a certain glory that comes from the presence of the Lord. There is a glory that God placed on man when he created man. That glory actually opened doors for him. That glory will make the lion see the man and the lion will be submissive because he had been given power to have rulership. Over lions. But you see, you are running away from even a simple dog because you are falling short of a certain glory. You don't have influence even on your own dog. Am I helping somebody this morning? You know? So we are all influenced by things. And if you dare care to know, You must be interested by what influences your decisions. What influences your life. What influences your choices. What influences the things you do. Because what is influencing you will determine the direction and the journey on which you will go. What influences you. As a pastor, what influences my messages that I preach is very important. What influences on the topics that I research in is very, very important. What influences my statements I make, even when I'm making counseling, is very, very important. Because if it's not influenced by the Holy Spirit, then the counsel you received is not a good counsel. May God help us. What influenced your choice of who to marry is very, very important. Is it this height that influenced you? Is it his voice that influenced you? Is it how handsome this container looks that influenced you? Because see, the container is different from the content. And you are going to eat of the content. You are not going to eat of the container. You were influenced by the six-pack. But trust you me, by age 45 to 50... Whether you like it or you don't like it. When middle age spread takes in the six pack, no matter the effort, you cannot maintain it. Be careful you are not disappointed. Turn to somebody and tell him, be careful you are not disappointed. Tell him, be careful you are not disappointed. Oh yeah, many men are disappointed. And many way, I, I I remember many years ago, I, I, put, I, I, I officiated a wedding. Now, immediately after the wedding, you see, weddings is Saturday. Then they come to church on Sunday to come and, you see that thing that they do there? Then we ask them questions. You remember those things that they do there? Between that period, the lady says she's changed her mind. Then I said, Adaswa. Ah, of course, there are many people called Adaswa. So that's why, why I'm mentioning. I said, Adaswa, ah, why? why? He's a bishop. Number one, he says he went to tech. He didn't go to tech. <laughs> number two, he says he works here. He didn't. He, he doesn't work there. Number two, the, it was a long list. So her decision was influenced by the guy saying he went to tech. As he's now found out that the guy didn't go to tech, he wants to. Back out of the relationship. Listen to me. Things that are influenced by earthly desires is short-lived. Influenced by earthly desire is short-lived. So I told her, I said, no, 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 no. So I now had to counsel them. Now, we had had the first counseling. That was a marriage counseling. But the second counsel is how to come out from lies and deception. And the third counsel was how to set yourself on the right journey back on this marriage yeah they are married now recently i just saw her happily married happily married just by a word of counsel they are happily married i think they've been married for 15 years now because it's been like 15 16 years yeah they have four children in the midst of trying to back out they 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 have four children you know, the Bible says that where there is no counsel, the people perish. But in the multitude of counselors, there is safety. Anybody who doesn't like counsel, his life is not safe. Immediately you are being counseled, your interpretation is that they hate me. That's why they are talking the way they are talking. You lack understanding. You lack wisdom. You are a baby. You are a novice. You are not, you are not right up there. In fact, there is a problem. Go, go, go try, try. Hallelujah. So we see here that the door was influenced by the living. Amen. And so like I said, every person is influenced. Every person is influenced. Hallelujah. Living, like I said, is a very insignificant thing, but it can make a major effect. On a person's side. So, So so watch it. Watch it. Ask yourself what even influences my behavior towards somebody. It's very important. You see, the only thing the Holy Spirit can influence you towards somebody is to love somebody. When you have a certain animosity or you have a certain attitude towards somebody, it's most likely it's not the Holy Spirit. A demon is actually influencing your decisions. Yeah, I have a beautiful relationship with somebody. I have a beautiful fellowship with somebody. We are in a nice relationship. And then suddenly you wake up and say, I've broken the relationship. Charlie, I don't want the relationship again. And it was working very well. It wasn't like it wasn't working. You have not discovered any lies yet. I use the word yet because men are liars. (laughs) When I say men I'm not talking about Sex men Or gender men I'm talking about men and women Let all men be liars And let God be true That's the, the scripture I'm using here Hallelujah Amen So what is influencing you Is a question I think you must think Deeply and think about it. Hallelujah. Amen. Now, there are three unseen evil influences. Three. Everybody say three. Everybody say three. The evil influences on our lives are three. Three key evil influences. Amen. That influences our lives generally. 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 You know why would a man who has been a very faithful husband for a long time, in your old age when you are about to die, that's when you are deciding to change small girls. Something is influencing you. Yeah. Something is influencing you. Trust me. You might just think that oh, and, and you know, you can say, Oh, hormones, hormones, the testosterone. Let's say. If you make the right diagnosis, you give the right treatment. If you don't make the right diagnosis, you're welcome, my darling. Bishop, do you know me? Yes, I know you. (laughs) Hallelujah. If you make the right diagnosis, you will give the right treatment. Some of us, we like to give wrong diagnosis. Ah, is that you? Good to see you. Some of us, we like to give wrong diagnosis. We lie. We say this thing, this is what it is. So, when we are rendering treatment, you see that the thing is still not healing. It's not healing because the diagnosis you made was not the right diagnosis. And that is why some doctors struggle to even help people come out of their health problems. Because after they've done all the thorough tests, they give out a diagnosis. You see, because it's a very serious thing. When you say somebody is having diabetes, do you understand? The person is having diabetes and he's having type 1 diabetes. The person must go on some medications. Now, maybe the condition the person has is not diabetes. But because you are diagnosed as diabetes, the person is now going to take all the medications for type 1 diabetes. Can you imagine how much harm you would do to such a person? Many years ago, many years ago, I, 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 many years ago, I think about 20 years ago, I was admitted. That was the first time I was admitted. I was admitted I was dying, actually. I could literally see that I was dying. And I was like, and, 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 and the doctor made a diagnosis. The diagnosis rather worsened my condition. I was taking medications I shouldn't be taking. And I could I could see my little girls were tiny little children. I said, oh, I'm going to leave all these little nice, you know, I'm going to leave them behind. You know, and so anytime I saw them, I would just turn my, my face and then I would weep. I said, I can't believe this. Because I literally could see that I was sinking. Then, then I had a dream. I had a dream that night. In the dream, I saw myself fighting with a dog that had two heads. A dog that had two heads. Hey, let me tell you something. When you go to the hospital, eh, what influences the doctor? Is the treatment they will give to you. So you, you see, even in the hospital where you think you are actually going to receive your treatment, you should pray for the doctor. When you sit on an aircraft and you are flying, what is influencing the two guys over there who are trying to take you to your destination? It's very important. You need to pray. Oh, yes. Because the evil spirit can influence them. That, look, today we've gotten a lot of meat quite a number of people are unbelievers and they must die so we can find many in hell. Yeah. But anytime by the grace of God I get onto the aircraft, I just lift my hands and say, Lord, I thank you that you are with us. And I thank you that your angels are with us. And above all, I thank you that there is a sweet influence of the Holy Spirit on the pilots. And because of me, everyone on the aircraft is safe. Thank you, Lord. Amen. Do you know what influenced the watcher you went to buy? Today I'm going down. I'm going down. I'm helping you to know that we live in a world where you must be very spiritual. Look, when I was a child, I think I've not finished one of my stories. I'll come back to that. When I was a child, we used to have this woman who used to sell yorks. Yokagari. Do you know yokagari? How many know yokagari? Do they still have yokagari? I prosper so much I don't eat yokagari these days. I eat it, please. Don't go and say it anywhere. Hallelujah. (laughs) Gobe, it's called Gobe. Now, hey, the woman used to sell yokagari around Meridian Hotel. Agarbo, do you remember? There was a snake. That was vomiting red oil. So it influenced people to buy. I mean, I think that I heard it as a story, but those who said it, you understand? It's like everybody from everywhere. People come from a crowd to come and buy a in Tema. I mean, that's a serious, serious thing. Aha, there's a. Hallelujah. Can you see the okogari over there? Yeah. Plantain, red plantain and gari and beans. Yes. Now, because of the snake purported to be in the thing, it attracted people to come and buy. And many people were buying because there was an influence. There was an influence. Something was influencing it. Now, so I had a dream and I was fighting a dog with two heads. And in the fight, some strength came and I believe it was a supernatural strength. And I held the head of one and the other was biting me. And I squeezed, you see, usually... When you watch National Geography, you see the, how um, lions kill other animals. They look for your windpipe and they close the windpipe till you, you asphyxiate or, 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 or suffocate and then you die. That's what happened. So one head died, but the other head was alive. And then it ran. Ran. We were at the beach side. It ran and then it was coming back again. But this time, I don't know for what reason, there was a certain strength that the Lord gave to me. In that dream, it looked so real, that whilst the dog was coming, I was also running to face it. Held the second one and killed it. No. The dog died. I woke up in the morning, the Holy Spirit told me, ask your wife to give you a glass of ice cubes. So, she brought me glass. I said, Poor. I was then very, very weak, lethargic. I mean, I was weak. I mean, I know the doctors come around. They come and say nice things. But I understood what was going on. You know? So, I, and, and at that time, anytime I drank the cock, the head of this thing, one like that, I vomit maybe a gallon of something. I don't know what it was. Yeah. So, uh, the Holy Spirit told me he should get a glass of water, put uh, uh, ice, put water in it, and then drink it. And that was it. So, I just took the glass and then I drank it. I didn't vomit. Then suddenly I stood up. Then I told my wife that I I want to take my bath. This time, I'm going to bath myself because she was doing everything for me. I'm going to do it myself because I think I have strength. And then the Lord whispered to me and said, anoint with oil. Let your wife pray and anoint it with oil. And she prayed and she anointed it with oil. The doctors have not diagnosed the problem. The problem has not been able to show up again. But there was something supernatural influencing my physical lying on the bed you know and, and 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 in the natural man's mind you have a certain type of physical condition but it was influenced spiritually you know it was later that a prophecy came through one of the brothers that you you have been sent to a shaman you are disturbing the demons too much and the demon that rule over a shaman is a dog and it's a spirit that controls as a dog when a dog spirit is controlling you immorality becomes the order of the day so i was a nuisance in the vicinity as a young guy i've been there eight years and i'm giving problems in a place but after that episode that's when i began to see a skyrocket of the church and the branches in our the churches were skyrocketed the churches were growing i mean healthy churches pastors were being raised and all that yes we were doing all that but you know once the strong man was bound then we could have access to the goods where he controlled hallelujah may you not take things for granted yes When your husband is behaving in a certain way, you need to pray. When your wife is behaving in a certain way, you need to pray because you see, there is some influence, something that is influencing. You need to pray and bind the spirits behind it. You need to pray that Lord intervene in this matter. If you are a Christian who do not like to pray, what I want you to do is that prayer strengthens you and prayer helps you to overcome. That is why Jesus said, Pray so that you do not enter into temptation. You see, prayer actually strengthens you that even if there is one, you'll be strong enough to overcome it. Say amen. So there are three influences, three evil influences, you know, on a person. Say after me, three evil influences. Do you want to know the three evil influences? Yeah. They are largely unknown and misunderstood by Christians. Lack of understanding is a big problem. When you don't understand what is going on and you are using what you think is to address an issue, it is a problem. But once you have knowledge of what is going on, you don't need much effort. You just need to undo and that is it. All right? The first evil, unseen evil influence on Christians is the devil. That's the first, the devil. Everybody say the devil. Jesus said, the prince of this world cometh, but he has no place in me. Amen. The second unseen influence on Christians is the world or the earth. The world or the earth the environment you live in influences you greatly when you allow it yeah the world that is why jesus i believe paul i mean john was just advising and saying in first john chapter 2 verse 15 say love not the world nor the things that are in the world For if any man love the world, the love of the Father is not in him. The things that are in the world, the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, the pride of the life is not of the Father, but it is of the world. They all pass away. They will all pass away. Can you imagine something influences your life and then after that it doesn't exist anymore? So if there is anybody to blame, the thing is not even existent for you to blame yet you have found yourself. It's just like sinning in your body, not serving the Lord, not receiving Jesus Christ. By the time it's judgment, your, your body is in the earth. Your body will not follow you to, the, the Bible says flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. So the, this body that is influencing you to sin, to attract judgment for you, will not be present to answer. You will not say it's my body that influenced me. No! That is why the Bible says you must put your body under control. The room is quiet. And there was silence. Is somebody understanding things that influences us? Yeah. Hmm. Hallelujah. So what's the first thing that influences the Christian? Number one is what? The devil. diabolo. The devil wants to influence your life. He will do that through his agents. But primarily he is the cause of it. He will do that through the demons. That is why every now and then you see that we come into meetings and services. And then we pray. And when we pray and we keep praying and we keep praying. You will see that as we are ministering. Demons are coming out of people. Yeah. One day, a man of God said he was praying for people. And, and, you know, the Holy Spirit, he has several ways of speaking. He was laying hands on people. He laid hands on a lady and then suddenly he, 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 he got erection. Yeah. And, you know, you can easily interpret it that, oh, the man is lusting after the lady. But the Holy Spirit was telling him that this person is influenced by the spirit of lust. He cast out the demon. The lady looked so cool. As she was standing there in her wake. And then they prayed for her. And when hands were laid. And then the man of God began to pray. Their manifestations and their talkings. I made her do this. I made her do that. I made the person is walking coolly. He's come coolly into the church. He's sitting down coolly. So if you are in a place where the supernatural does not take place, the person has come to sit coolly in the church and coolly has gone back home. But there was something influencing her. I made her do this now. He said he was very, very surprised at the things he was hearing, that this girl, as he's standing here, if anybody asks that, Charlie, who is the best among your girls, good girls among your girls, you say, is this girl. Because he was looking with his optical eyes, not with his supernatural eyes. That is why when you are even doing commendation for people, you must be spiritual. Because the person you are commending, you don't know that is a witch you have commended highly. You know, so the devil. Number two is what. The, number one is the devil. Number two is what. The world. The world influences us greatly, and primarily, the influence of the world is the influence of money. The three key things. The lust of the flesh. The lust of the flesh has to do with how you feel, how you, you your, 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 your flesh dictates things to you. Ah, I've seen this car. Ah, I must go and cheat and then also get money to go and buy this car. Influence. Ah, I've seen this girl. I'm married. Oh, I, I, I want to marry a second wife. Let me tell her lies that I'll marry her. When I sleep with her, then I will leave her. It's an influence. Your flesh is lasting when it's time to fast when it's time to rise up and pray you can't rise up and pray because your flesh is influencing you Last of the flesh you want to sleep hey Jesus was about to be killed and he went to get Gethsemane to pray and that was when they, Peter decided to sleep such a serious matter was just hours away and instead of them rising and contending with jesus christ look at what they are doing they are sleeping and some of us that is how we are we 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 don't it's as if we don't care what is going on with our lives you can see your life is moving in circles And instead of rising and addressing the issue in the realms of the spirit, you just sleep and flow along with it. That is is my destiny. Your destiny since the day of John the Baptist the kingdom of heaven suffered violent and the violent take it by force. Take it by force. I said they take it by force. I said the violent take it by force. Do not just settle for anything. There is something you must rise up and address. The violent take it by force. Amen? So the earth, the last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, Job made a covenant with his eyes that he will not look at a woman twice. Job was a goodlier man, as described in Job 1. In the whole of the East, in us, he was the richest man and he was a goodlier man, as the Bible says. A goodlier man is making covenant with your eyes. You bad man, you make covenant with your eyes. You, You can't control yourself, you make covenant. Even people who can control themselves are making covenant. With their eyes and say that I will not look at a woman twice. Because the first look is an involuntary look. The second look is a voluntary look. Am I helping somebody in the house? Is somebody receiving insight? And help? Hallelujah. Now the third thing. The third thing. Is your Senses. The Bible calls it sensual. Senses. Everyone has five senses. Every human being has five senses. At least that's what we were taught in school. What are the senses? The sense of sight. Uh-huh. No, eye is the organ, but the sense is sight. So don't say sense of eye. It's sense of sight. Ah. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, what is the first sense? Sense of what? All right. What's the second sense? Sense of what? Hearing, isn't it? And then what is the third one? Smell. What's the fourth one? Taste. And the fifth one? Touch. These five senses influences us greatly. How many realize that these five senses influences us? Yeah. Yeah. You you poor lady, you were influenced because, you see, that guy when he wore the Tom Ford vanille when he wore the Tuscan leather you said, man man anything he says, I'll say yes look at you see your life this guy smells good. Anything he says, I'll say yes. You were influenced by your sense of smell. Hallelujah. You'll be influenced by the sense of your eyes. That is why you need to be spiritual. The Bible says walk in the spirit so that you will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. The way to not to fulfill the desires of the flesh is to walk in the spirit. That is how to do it. Bishop, how do I walk in the spirit? Submission to God's word. Obedience. Allow God's word to guide you. The Bible says it's a lamp unto your feet and it is a light unto your path. Once you have a lamp and a light, you can identify any stumbling block. You can identify any thorn. You will not make um, uh, 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 evil of events. The word of God. I'm telling you, we are all like pilots trying to fly. Eh? That's how we are. You see, pilots who have not finished training, they are the ones who fly below 10,000 feet. Because they need their visuals to fly. So as they are moving, then they they, they just try to look around. Oh, where are we and everything? But you know, a very accomplished pilot, he uses instruments. Because he will have to fly 39,000 feet and 40,000 feet. Over there, you have gone through the clouds. Nimbus, cumulus, stratus, nimbus, all those things. If you did geography, you understand what I'm talking about.
1: <laughs>
0: you forgotten your geography. My geography teacher was called Abasan, so you can know. He really, really taught us. <laughs> <laughs> Hallelujah. So, you need the instruments. What is the instrument? Basically, compass. Compass. For you and I, our compass is the Word of God. We are blind to events, we are blind to things. And when we allow the Spirit of God to influence us and we allow the Word of God to influence us, we will land safely to where God wants us to get to. It's very important. I don't know what influences you, my dear brother and my dear sister. But today, I came to tell you that there are three things that influences you. And God willing, next week, I'm going to continue with what I've been sharing with you. And I believe that you will be blessed greatly. Hallelujah. So, we see, number one, you are influenced by what? Number two, you are influenced by what? Number three, you are influenced by what? You are influenced by the serpent. Let us look at scriptures. Let's go into scriptures now. James chapter 3 verse 15. James chapter 3 verse 15. Is somebody being blessed this morning? Alright. James 3 15. The Bible says, this wisdom descended not from above. Which means that there is a wisdom that descends from above. There is a wisdom that descends from above. Say after me, there is a wisdom that descends from above. Say, there is a wisdom that descends from above. That is the wisdom you should go for. He says, This wisdom descended not from above, but it is earthly. Can you see the influence of the earth? It is sensual. Can you see the influence of the senses? And it is devilish. Can you see the influence of the devil? Yeah. So, the wisdom that is not from above that can influence you as a Christian. The Bible says it's earthly, it is sensual, and it's devilish. And let me tell you something. These influences have nothing to do with how much you feel you are spiritual. It has a lot to do with allowing God's word. Obedience, submission. Have you noticed that sometimes you don't even know what to do? But when you are influenced, like, it's like, let me give you a good example. You want to travel to a place, and then you set your coordinates, your Google location. You've never been there before. You don't know where you are going. You have no idea. Yesterday, we were someone, somewhere in Volta region. Hey, we set our Google location. And we, it took us up to a point. You see, God's Google is accurate. (laughs) Man's Google can put you into trouble. you get to a point and then you see that Google himself is confused. (laughs) Hallelujah. But you set it out and then you begin to hear the voice of somebody directing you. Somebody directing you. You might not have known the place. You might not have been to the place before. But your shared obedience to the instructions and the directions will bring you, if not to the place, at least very close to the place. That is how the word of God is. So the word of God is like a Google. Once you decide that I'm going to do what the word of God says, the word of God is going to bring you to an expected end. Jeremiah 29, 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you, say, the Lord. They are thoughts of good and not evil to bring you to an expected end. The other version says to give you a future and to give you hope. Hallelujah. So God's plan for your life is to bring you to the end that is expected for you to be. And once you allow these senses to influence your life, You are very certain and you are very sure that you are going to make a shipwreck of your life. May God deliver you from making a shipwreck of your life. I say, may the Lord deliver you from making a shipwreck of your life. Somebody, you are hearing me right now. The Lord just delivered you just by what you are hearing right now. The Lord just took you out of that challenge just because of what you are hearing right now. You are receiving direction just by what you are hearing right now. Because there is an influence of the spirit of God coming over your life. That is going to make a great difference in your life. Put your hands together for the Lord. Rise to your feet. I want you to spend some short time to pray and ask the Holy Spirit to influence your life. You are saying that Father, I don't want to be influenced by these three evil things that influences help me Holy Spirit help me Holy Spirit can somebody lift his hands right now pray for the influence of the Holy Spirit yes pray for the influence of the Holy Spirit hey lift your voice and pray everyone in the room pray that Holy Spirit I ask for your sweet influence I ask for your sweet influence influence my decision holy spirit influence my thoughts influence my choices influence everything that concerns me holy spirit influence me somebody is praying out of a problem right now
1: Lift your voice and pray right now. Father, lead me by Your Spirit. Lord, lead me by Your Spirit. Lord, lead me by Your Spirit. Lord, lead me by Your Spirit. Somebody lift your voice wherever you are wherever you are standing, lift your hands to heaven and pray and ask the Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, I need you not never before. I need you don't know before. I need you don't ever before. I need you than ever before. i oh. prepared. Let prayer ascend to heaven. Building up yourself in your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Building up yourself in your most holy faith. Praying in the Holy Ghost. Building up yourself in your most holy faith. Praying in, Pray in the Holy Ghost. I love the shababbo dekha. Rebe let me not go, 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 let me 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 go, let 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 The second prayer topic we want to pray about
0: is in John chapter 12, verse 24. John chapter 12, verse number 24. Jesus said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, Except a corn of wheat fall into the ground and die, it abideth alone. But if it die, it bringeth forth much fruit you know for some of us and for many of us and all of us we have found ourselves in dark situations difficult and challenging tribulations and for some of the tribulations that we we are going through right now we were the cause of it we caused it we caused it but the good news is that for a child of God, even whether you caused it or it was caused by circumstances or situations, that dark situation is going to work out fruitfulness for you. Amen. Because the Bible says that sometimes when you are going through that dark situation where the grain of corn has fallen onto the ground, it's like your life has come to a halt. Your life has come to a place of trial. And you don't know how to come out of it, I see God generating fruitfulness out of it in Amen. the name of you. So you are praying and you are saying that, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, whatever thing I have caused that has brought a certain untoward effect on my life, I pray that Holy Spirit, you will turn it into a miracle. A good example is Joseph. Joseph found himself in prison. Joseph found himself in Potiphar's house. Joseph went through all the trying times, but it was preparing him for greatness ahead. What you are going through right now, whether it's your cause or it's not your cause, it is God's. God will use that situation to prepare you into greatness. And you are saying, "Lord, I, I plead for mercy. I ask that let Your mercy prevail over my life. And what I am asking is that Lord turn my mistakes into miracles." Is it a good prayer topic to pray on? Lift your hands wherever you are
1: and begin begin to pray right now. 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 Somebody up. ba for the mercy of God, ask for the mercy of God, ba for the mercy of God. Father, pray for your divine intervention, Lord. Your divine intervention, Lord. Your divine intervention, Lord. Divine intervention, Lord. Holy Spirit. Oh, yes. Lift your voice wherever you are. The Lord is redeeming you from destruction. The Lord is redeeming you from destruction. The Lord is redeeming you from your trial. The Lord is taking you out of the pain. The pain is preparing for you something greater. The pain. The pain. Oh Yes. Oh yes. Finally. Finally, finally.
0: In Psalm 4 verse 1. Thank you, Holy Spirit, oh, I want you to pray with all feathers. Oh, yes. Listen to me, these messages I'm going to preach in the next six weeks are messages that are going to enlighten you and open your eyes. It's going to help you greatly. Amen. Oh, yes! Oh, yes! Oh, yes! He said, Hear me when I call, O God of my righteousness, thou hast enlarged me when I was in distress. Listen to me, that is what is going to happen to you. In your, your your enlightenment is going to be born out of the distress you are going through right now. You think that you are going through distress right now, but I
1: see the Lord in the midst of the distress, enlarging you. Your enemies will think that that is the end of the person. Your enemies will think that that is how you have come to a standstill. But in the midst of it, God is enlarging you.
0: And then he says that have mercy upon me and hear my prayer. I want you to lift everybody, lift your hands when you when you pray. Thank the Lord for enlightening you in the midst of your distress, in the midst of your persecution. Oh, yes, you have gone through a protracted period of distress, but I see Jehovah. I'm loving you this precious morning. Lift your, Lift, your
1: Lift your voice and begin to pray. 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 Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, your voice Pray. Lift your voice and Pray Thank you for the spirit of the Thank you for the better of Thank you for the better than the the of the better than the <attendance noise> let your voice appear! let your voice appear. let your voice appear. let your voice appear. let your voice Boys, let's get your points, together. Uh-huh.
0: Name of Jesus, we thank you, Lord, that you are delivering your church, you are delivering your sons and your daughters from the evil influences, oh God. The evil influences that, oh God, causes your children to backslide, that causes your children to sidetrack, that causes your children to wear off that causes your children not to advance in their walk with you today we pray oh God that the devil cannot influence their lives we pray in the name of Jesus that earthliness cannot influence their lives we declare that you give them power oh God and wisdom oh God to circumvent and to overcome in the name of Jesus We declare oh god that their senses will not influence them into trouble and into evil but your spirit the sweet influence of the holy spirit will make a difference in their lives this morning we thank you for the miracle that has begun in the lives of your people thank you for the miracle oh god that your people will now be able to rise up and pray the spirit oh god of the senses of the flesh make people weary and tired not to rise to pray that spirit is giving way for to prayerfulness in the name of jesus thank you we thank you oh god for what you have done already in the realms of the spirit in the lives of your people we give you glory and we give you praise in jesus mighty name. and all said amen